Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the Speeds and Spitting Statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic, on the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet, Dane Martinez. You know what it is, it's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spitting Statistician, a.k.a. the Stable Genius and Vocal Minority, and welcome to another edition of Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Network. I am your host, Dane Martinez. You already know we got a big show for you as we turn the calendar to August, okay? So we got a lot of people starting to really get ready for fantasy football drafts, and I am here to get you ready. We got a big show, okay? For the last few shows, I've been going division by division, giving you under over season win totals, a little bit of diamonds and fugazis for each team. We're going to flip it a little bit, okay? Now, and for the next four episodes, what we're going to do here on Fantasy Freestyles, we're going to go position by position, okay? I'm going to organize, for example, today the quarterbacks by tiers, right? And we'll talk within tier one, tier two, tier three, who are the diamonds? Who are the guys speeds likes? Who are the fugazis? The guys I'm telling the stats over beat Cypher to forget about it. And to that point, we got a poll question up on Twitter where you could always follow me at Spittin' Speeds. My question for y'all is, what is your approach to drafting quarterback this year? Is it different than any other year? I got to tell you, I think quarterback is very, very deep. We will illustrate that why a little bit later on. Are you spending for an elite quarterback? Do you want Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson on your squad? Are you waiting until the kind of 8 to 13 kind of range and letting it come to you? Are you prioritizing, let's say, a running quarterback, especially depending on your scoring settings in fantasy or something else, let me know. We'll check in on those polls a little bit later on in the show. After we go into my diamonds and fugazis at the quarterback position, I got to tell you about a story that I think is going to be a big picture headline for this NFL season. If you haven't heard about some of these rule changes and how it might be tough for the NFL to adjudicate some of these Keep it locked. We're going to get into that a little bit later on in the show. And then, as you know, we put the fun in functional sports content. We're going to chop it up with my man Danny Otto, with my man JP, the Night Owl, and the crew down there on the fourth floor on the Fantasy Pit of Misery. Dilly dilly to everybody. I got something that happened this weekend with me and the unicorn that I got to get into, and I got to get everybody's take on it. So we're going to do all of that. But let's start it off, as we always do, with the news and notes, the thing that I believe moved the needle for you in gambling and fantasy since we last spoke here on the Fantasy Freestyle. And I got to tell you the truth. It's tough for me because you can catch me now Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Roto Experts in the morning. So I'm talking about all these headlines, right? Like every day almost. You know, so I got to remember what are the priorities for y'all, the stats overbeat cipher here on Fantasy Freestyle. And listen, we were talking about Julio holding out. Julio got his deal, okay? It was never uh, up in the air. Would he be there or not? He moved some money around, okay? Actually took a lower base salary, got him self-assigning bonus he's gonna wind up netting almost three million dollars more so this way julio is in camp he can say he you know stared down the law and won but eventually it ain't gonna matter okay the contract for julio is fine they he, he didn't get an extension okay there's not more years on it and remember the atlanta falcons went ahead and drafted calvin ridley out of alabama this year i don't think you know julio wants to retire there and all he's not gonna wind up getting paid big time if he has to sack up for that next contract because remember he is already entering I believe it's something like his eighth year in the league okay so I don't know that they're going to sack up them being the Falcons for that but he will be in camp he will be 
ready to go. He will be a wide receiver one for fantasy owners this season. Also, listen, Julio's not the only guy that got paid. Offensive linemen got paid at the end of last week. Let me give you two examples. One, also in Atlanta, Jake Matthews gets extended for five years, $75 million. We're talking $15 million a year to protect Matt Ryan's blindside. Jake Matthews signed on the dotted line. You got to like that. But then, not to be outdone, in Tennessee, where they're moving away from exotic Smash Mouth in order to protect Marcus Mariota, Taylor Lewan gets extended five years, $80 million. We're talking $16 million per average annual value. That is the richest contract in NFL history for the offensive line. I tip my cap to both of these guys. However, and I said this on Roto Experts in the morning, I've said it before here, I don't know if that's a smart use of money. Okay, because now it used to be about protecting that blind side, but the blind side is something of a misnomer now, especially with 60-65% of plays being run out of the shotgun in today's NFL. You see all these veteran quarterbacks reading the mail, you know, being like, Omaha, kill, 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 okay? They are seeing if that pressure is coming. It's not blind anymore. And the other thing is, you got to look at these defenses these days. They're sending exotic blitzes left and right, double A-gap schemes. They're going to attack whatever your weakest link is on the offensive line. So why do you tie up all your money on just the left tackle? If I'm playing against Atlanta, fine. I'm sending blitzes not on the left edge, not worrying about the speed rusher. I'm attacking the other side. I'm blitzing over the right guard. You know what I mean? And so I wonder if that uh, if more of an even distribution of funds on the offensive line is a better way to go at it. But I can't hate Jake Matthews and Taylor Lewan got paid. On the downside, though, on the first day of camp, the Los Angeles Chargers had a big-time blow. Jason Verrett, their cornerback, uh, goes down, tore his Achilles during a conditioning drill, and it looks like he's done for the year. Jason Verrett had a great 2015, couldn't get on the field in 2016, couldn't get on the field in 2017. You know you got Casey Hayward on the other side. They got guys like Desmond King and others that are playing well. Remember, I expect big things out of this Chargers defense. They drafted Derwin James out of Florida State with the 17th overall pick. I believe he's a great Swiss Army knife. And if, as long as they could cover on the back end with Boza and Ingram bringing pressure, I still believe, even without Verrett, that these Los Angeles Chargers can be a top 10, maybe even a top 5 defense and definitely someone to target in fantasy football drafts later on. Here's the other big story for me. Okay, We were talking about what's going on with Josh Gordon. He failed to report. He needs a brief respite. Well, listen, I think the Browns are now taking it maybe a step further because they are inquiring about Des Bryant. There are reports that Des Bryant will work out for Cleveland early this week. All right. So if you're looking to potentially replace him on the roster and refill that wide receiver room, then this issue with Josh Gordon is something that they are worried about. And if I'm a fantasy owner, I'm worried about it, too. Here's the thing. Maybe I'm not saying there's anything wrong. I'm not saying he's failing a test. I'm not saying he's doing anything shady. No pun intended. But um, what happens if all of a sudden come mid-November, come, come week nine, he needs another brief respite? Okay, we're hearing the, the GM, the coach saying they don't know if it's going to be three days or three weeks. What happens if you're going into your fantasy playoffs and we don't know if he's going to be available for the next three days or three weeks? I think this is a red flag for me, the fact that they are looking potentially for Dez. I think this could be an interesting landing spot for Dez, okay? He's a different kind of wide receiver than, say, Jarvis Landry, who would be there if Josh Gordon is not. This is a team that has some options. Remember, I am higher than most on the Cleveland Browns. I think they can finish in second place in that division. So, Keep an eye out on this. Des Bryant may be going to Cleveland, and we wouldn't have thought that months ago when we was talking about he wants a contender, right? Also, listen, as camps open, you got to keep an eye on some of these running back situations with uh, rookies in there, right? So in Seattle, there's a lot of reports that Chris Carson is running with the ones and looking good. Maybe that's a cause for pause for Rashad Penny. We'll keep an eye out on that. In Denver, they're saying that that job is wide open. Will it be Freeman? Will it be Booker? I think the further and further along we go, I think the talent's going to win out there, and that's going to be Royce Freeman. You heard it from your boy Speeds, the spitting stat. And then also there's another one 
Um, down there in in Cleveland, we don't know if it's going to be Chubb, is it going to be Hyde, you know, things like that. So we got to keep an eye on all these rookie situations. I believe that the the talent will win out over time. And so if you believe you're a big-time team going to be in the fantasy playoffs, take the young guy. Because by the time the fantasy playoffs are there, I believe it will be that guy leading the backfield if it's a timeshare or committee. Also, you know, uh, there were only two rookies left unsigned. Before we hit training camp, they were the number three pick, Sam Darnold, who then got his deal done for the New York Jets. And the number 10 pick, Roquan Smith, who's in Chicago. We're going to circle back to Roquan Smith a little bit later on. There's some interesting language in his contract that him and his agents are fighting. We'll get into what that is and why I think that's important a little bit later on in the show. All right. As we keep it moving here, though, on the Fantasy Freestyle, on the Fantasy Sports Network, which boy, Dane Martinez, speeds the spitting statistician, let's talk quarterbacks, okay? Let's talk quarterbacks. I'm going to tell you right now, overall, I am with the 71% of people that are pretty much waiting until quarterback. Let's put it this way. If you're in a 12-team league and you literally wait to be last to pick your quarterback, when there are 11 quarterbacks already off the board, you may have your pick of, you know, Matthew Stafford, Philip Rivers, uh, Andrew Luck, or Patty Mahomes. And I'll take that. I'll take that, and I'll spend my third-round pick on, you know, on uh, a running back out there, you know, who is going to be able to help my team. Give me in the third round, you know, Joe Mixon instead, and then I'll make it up later on, and my guy will be just fine. It's about the op- the comprehensive delta, right, of uh, the change of who you can get there versus who you would get later on, and I believe that if you do that later on at the quarterback position, you will be just fine. So let's dive on into it, but generally, I am with the now 70% of people who are generally waiting on their quarterback. But let's look at the top tier, okay? I'm not invested in these guys. You could. I'm not spending the draft pick for Aaron Rodgers. I'm not spending the draft pick for Tom Brady. I'm not spending these draft picks. If, however, you are in this top tier, the way I look at it is uh, give me the running quarterbacks. Give me the quarterbacks who have rushing potential as well because that helps you with your safe floor, right? So the Russell Wilsons, the Deshaun Watsons, the Cam Newtons of the world. Give me those guys at this tier over the Aaron Rodgers, over the, oh, I don't know who you have there, Kirk Cousins, the Carson Wentz, the Tom Brady's, whoever it is. Give me a dual threat quarterback up top, okay, so I could also get the Cam Newton rushing touchdowns, so I can also get the dynamic potential of Deshaun Watson. I'm not spending up for them. But if you are willing to spend a fourth or fifth round pick, whatever it is that's going to get them in your league, at least go for the guys who are also going to run Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Cam Newton, all right? That's the way you need to do it if you are going to spend, unlike speeds, if you are going to spend on quarterback, okay? This next level down, though, I think this is a very interesting tier. I'm talking generally about the Cousins, the Jimmy Garoppolo's of the world. It depends on who you have there, right? But I mentioned Cousins and I mentioned Garoppolo specifically because I'm fading them too. Don't get me wrong. These are guys who are probably able to return big-time value for you I understand it. I accept it. I agree with you. But among these guys, give me guys who are not changing teams, who are not changing schemes, who do not have to build chemistry with a whole new set of wide receivers. We talk about this all the time. For example, Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson, we talked about this, right? We talk about their chemistry. We talk about the back shoulder throws, right? We talk about them understanding how to read each other at the line of scrimmage. Her cousins might be great. And Adam, I got a feeling, and Stefan, can you dig it, are also great. But they don't know nothing about Kirk Cousins. That's going to take some time to build those understandings, build the kind of chemistry, like I said, back shoulder throws, understand the exact break and angle they come out of cuts. That takes time. Cousins knows that with Jamison Crowder already. He knows that with, you know, Vernon Davis already. He does not know that with Kyle Rudolph. So that is what gives me cause for pause, if anything else. Same with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, Jimmy G was there, but uh, Pierre Garçon was out 
when that was going on, right? Uh, their new running back, Jarek McKinnon, who was expected to be a weapon out of the backfield, was out. So I believe that it does take some time. There's that adjustment period. And what I'm doing, to be quite honest, I'm looking for reasons to wait. I'm looking for reasons to bypass this guy, let someone else in my league take Jimmy Garoppolo so I can go ahead and take these guys beneath him. All right, those are the guys I'm waiting on. But listen, I'm going to give you Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, right? I'll give you Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Cam Newton, Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz even, Jimmy Garoppolo I'll give you, right? Like Drew Brees I'll give you. That's nine quarterbacks already that can be off the board. That fine with me. Y'all take them. Because then at that point in the draft, I am one of only three teams left that need their QB1. And I can name, at this point, still five, maybe six guys that I'm completely comfortable with on a week-to-week basis, okay? The one name that I also mentioned here that I want to dive into just for a hot second is Drew Brees, okay? Because listen... And if you're a fan of Fantasy Freestyle, you've been listening, you're part of the Stats Over Beat Cypher, and more and more people are because I see you out there. I see you on Twitter. I see you on Patreon supporting and subscribing to your boy Speeds, which I appreciate. Okay, But if you were listening to Fantasy Freestyle last year, you knew that I was ahead of the game, that the Saints were evolving. This is no longer the in the dome Drew Brees throwing for 5,000 yards. You remember Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, they relied a lot more on the running game, okay? I, when I gave you my NFC South preview, I even set a decent wager over on mybookie.ag. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a 50% deposit discount or rollover a bonus. I, I said this, that... An under prop bet may be very intriguing for Drew Brees because a lot of people see the name and are like, oh, Drew Brees throws it in the dome, 350 yards, 400 yards. That ain't the case anymore with Drew Brees. They're trying to run the ball. They're trying to improve their time of possession. They're trying to get their defense with a better field position, okay? That's the evolution of the Saints. That's the way they are now trying to win games, okay? So that's part of the reason Drew Brees can fall down. He might be QB7 on some lists, okay? As a matter of fact, right now, in consensus on ADP, Drew Brees is quarterback seven i just named nine quarterbacks that everyone in my league can go ahead and take and it ain't gonna bother me at all when we come back we'll talk about the five quarterbacks that i like where i am letting the draft come to me the guys that i will wait for and then we'll talk about qb2s super flex leagues a little bit of uh rookie talk as well as i break down my quarterback diamonds and fugazis right here on the fantasy freestyle with the stats over beat cypher my boys danny auto and jp the night owl downstairs dilly dilly to them and everybody who's joining on so many formats. Come on back after the break. We'll talk more quarterbacks and full games. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Yo, if you've been patiently waiting like my boy 50 Cent for fantasy football season, we here now, yo. We back in cheer. You got to follow your boy at Spittin' Speed. You got to keep it locked to the Fantasy Sports Network where we give you everything you need to win your leagues and win that cash. You know how we did it last year. We back to do it again with the Stats Over Beat Cypher. I'm trying to help y'all out. I'm trying to let y'all know what you need to do in order to win your leagues and win that cash. And the first thing is really to wait on court. 
quarterback, 70% of y'all agree. 70% say wait on quarterback. 7% say spend for an elite quarterback. I'm sorry. I ain't with you. I hope you're listening and change behavior. Or I hope you're in leagues that I'm playing in so I can win that cash. 16% of you say prioritize a running quarterback. I'm cool with that. But don't get it twisted. There's some running quarterbacks a little bit lower that I can take as well. I want to give a big shout out right now to uh, Mendo Bruce out there on Twitter who hits me up. He says he answers the mid to late rounds and is wondering about the running quarterback and wonders about different scoring settings, okay? is asking me about what if there's more points for the touchdown or for the interception, something like that. And my response is that makes me think about these running quarterbacks even more. That floor that they get, listen, uh, not even these top guys. Andrew Luck scrambles for 27 yards. That's 2.7 points in most formats. That's another 60, 65 yards throwing, okay? So you got to think about it that way. And I'm telling you, I told you some of the, uh, but big shout out, as always, the Mendo Bruce. There was other some people other, uh, hitting me up on Twitter asking me about this. Remember, at Spittin' Speeds is the way to go. Hit me up. Um, so, yeah. Of that middle tier, I ain't trusting Cousins. The hype has gone way too far on Jimmy G-Spot. Because, like, he's got an adjustment period also, okay? He didn't have his number one wide out there in Garcon. He didn't have his running back there. He played five games, okay? He needs time to build that chemistry as well. I told you, here are the guys I love. I named you nine quarterbacks, okay? Here are the next guys. Matthew Stafford, check. I'll take him and his 4,000 yards in the Jim Bob Cooter offense all day. Phillip Rivers, Check. I'll take him and then throwing the ball around the lot. Phillip Rivers has finished as a top 10 quarterback the last like eight years in a row and is never respected, never drafted that high, okay? Phillip Rivers will throw the ball. I'll tell you right now, I will guarantee that if he's healthy, Phillip Rivers throws for 4,200 yards again this year, okay? Forget that. We didn't even talk about Andrew Luck. The hate has gone too far. He's over there throwing. He's looking impressive. If he's healthy, people looked once saw him as a top three quarterback, and you might be able to get him at value. He's got some rushing potential as well, okay? We're not even talking about Big Ben Roethlisberger. Listen, he had a home road splits, and it's a valid thing, okay? But if you believe Antonio Brown is the number one wide receiver in fantasy football, and if you believe Le'Veon Bell is the number one running back in fantasy football, then in what universe do, are these guys studs and Big Ben defecates the mattress? You show me how that's possible, okay? And I'll show you a fool that I could sell a bridge to, all right? So Big Ben's another option. Patty Mahomes, that's Mahomes, yo. People expect big things from him. Maybe he's not going to be no 4,000-yard guy, but he might run for 300 yards, okay? And he's going to sling it as well. And we're not even talking about we're not even talking about Matt Ryan, who I expect to bounce back from, okay? Big shout-out there right now on the Stats Overbeat Cypher in the chat room to Mendo Bruce, who was asking me those questions. I'm telling you, Mendo Bruce, I think about these rushing quarterbacks a little bit more, especially if there's a bigger penalty for things like interceptions i'm looking for the stable stats and that's what they are going to return for me as you know obviously strong style ninjas out there he's the one who talked about jimmy g spot last week all right we're using that now strong style okay on roto experts in the morning we got a contest going on strong style uh and your jimmy g spot suggestion is up there as one of the top fantasy team names for players and team names this year but these are the guys i love okay these are the reason you wait on quarterback Okay, let these guys spend up for all these people. I'm taking Stafford, Rivers, Luck, Mahomes, Ben, Ryan. Okay, these are guys I'll take. That's seven options. And I told you at this point in the draft, you're going to be one of maybe three teams who doesn't have their quarterback one. You can go ahead and double up and get two of those guys. You wind up with Rivers and Mahomes, you'll be just fine. Okay, and that's the way I really think you need to play quarterback. As we go a little bit lower... My Fugazi at this level, a lot of people are high on this guy. I need to see it before I believe in it. I'm talking about Marcus Mariota in Tennessee. Listen, I expect him, maybe it's time for him to take a step forward as they take the shackles off from exotic Smash Mouth. If you believe Corey Davis takes a step forward, you believe Deion Lewis, cool. But guess what they also have? New scheme, new head coach. I'm going to wait and see. Okay, I'm seeing some rankings that have Matt Ryan below uh, Marcus Mariota. Matt Ryan is an NFL MVP who has weapons for days. 
Marcus Mariota, for so far his entire career, played in a system called Exotic Smash Mouth. I really don't think you need to know anything else but that. You know, listen, Jared Goff could be a diamond in the rough. If you believe, you know, he's going at QB like 17. The Rams were the number one scoring offense in the NFL last year. They have a three-headed wide receiver with Cooks and Woods and Cup. They got Todd Gurley. I mean, they're, they're, they're good. Offensively, Goff is right there. Okay, and as we go a little further, I'm going to tell you one other guy. And this is not just because we're here in New York. What about a bounce back from Eli Manning? You know, they give him his weapons, right? In the same way as Big Ben. You believe in Odell. You believe in Saquon. People like Evan Ingram. How does the aggregate of that fan, you know, how does the shepherd of that fantasy herd not also return some 2QB, some super flex league value, okay? So that's what I personally believe. I'll tell you who I don't like at that level. Keep me far, far away from Ryan Tannehill. I believe Ryan Tannehill and the Dolphins are in like a long-term relationship that they know is over. And they're just staying in it for another six months to a year. They know that Tannehill is not that dude to take them to the promised land. So instead of hitting the reset button like other teams do and break it all down, they're in this phase and it's just kicking the can down the road. And that's a problem for the Miami Dolphins, okay? So I want no part of Tannehill. I want no part of Keenum either. I'm going to tell you, yeah, he moved over to... Uh, Denver got Demarius Thomas and Manny Sanders. That's not necessarily better than what he had in Minnesota last year. He still has a bottom five, bottom ten offensive line protecting him. And he's got to build chemistry in a new scheme and stuff. I think he performed over his head. He had his career year last year. You're asking a lot of him to expect to replicate that in a new system with unfamiliar opponents and all that stuff. So I think Keenum, Tannehill at that level, Fugazi. Forget about him, all right? And you don't really need to worry about anybody else. These rookies... In redraft leagues, I don't want any of them. In dynasty leagues, I'm telling you right now, I'm taking Lamar Jackson ahead of all of them because he, to me, has the Michael Vick upside with the 2018 NFL, right, in terms of where space is and what kind of room you have and spread offenses and, 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 and rules and penalties in favor of the offense. Give me Lamar Jackson in dynasty leagues. I like him better in dynasty leagues, better than Darnold, better than Rosen, better than Mayfield, better than Allen. All right, but let's keep it moving here. One thing I want to tell you guys about as it relates to this season, there is a new rule that people really need to know about, and it's with the helmet, okay? They, they're, they're talking about anyone who now lowers his head. They're trying to get away from these aggressive hits that you see, like, on ESPN when they're, like, jacked up or the hits that knock people out. Remember Danny Trevathan on uh, Devontae Adams last year? Those real big hits. They're trying to legislate those out of the game, and they're trying to teach you. And so they're saying that any hit where you lead with your helmet, make contact with that. It could be a fine, it could be an ejection, and it could be a a suspension, okay? They're going to be really hard on that. But here's the thing. They have not detailed how they're going to call it. How are they going to referee it? At one point, they were talking about this is everybody, not just defense, that this is linemen as well. Every single play in the NFL, an offensive lineman will do that. Are you going to call it every single play? like holding you could call holding on every single play in the nfl question is do they you would be able to call this on every single play you telling me a pulling guard is coming across to meet a linebacker in the hole they don't have their head down by the letter of the law that is now a penalty but here's the thing they don't know so the league sent um uh, Monday morning quarterback reported last week that the league sent six videos to every team that feature coaches explaining proper and improper techniques based on the new rule. Okay, but here's the funny part. Head coach Dan Quinn is saying he still doesn't know. You know, he even was in these demonstration videos. He did the voiceover for the D lineman video. He still doesn't know. He's got Rich McKay as his team president. He's the head of the competition committee. He still doesn't know. How to teach in training camp right now. He doesn't know how to teach how to tackle to avoid penalties this year in the NFL. How are they going to call it? Same way as they call holding. The same way they call is it a catch. This helmet rule is going to be an issue. I think it is an issue that they are not ready to handle because there will be some inconsistency with how they adjudicate this, how they call this, how they ref this. And that is going to be the problem. The same as the inconsistency would say, you know, like their personal conduct uh, policy, their domestic violence policy. It is inconsistent. And what they're now doing is opening up the door 
to very, very inconsistent applications of this rule because they have yet to truly define it in a way that head coaches don't even understand. So imagine a rookie like Roquan Smith, for example. They said yesterday that Roquan Smith is the only rookie who has not signed his deal yet but part of it is because his agents are trying to get offset language out. Language about forfeiture of bonus money and contracts and stuff. Right now, in there, right, the, the, uh, you know, the version that the Bears want Roquan and his team to sign, has in there that he can get suspended, I mean, excuse me, that he can have part of his guaranteed money, part of his contract money pulled from him, part of his incentives and stuff pulled from him if he ever gets fined or suspended because of this rule. But he, we don't even know what the rule really is. So that is part of why Roquan Smith is the only unsigned rookie so far now that Sam Darnold got his deal. Okay, and I believe it. I buy it. You got to know at least what is clear, what is expected of you before you go ahead and put your name on the line like that. Okay, so keep it moving. This is going to, I'm telling you right now. I said it all last season as it related to marijuana and pain management. I said it all last season as it related to black quarterbacks matter. And I'm going to start saying it now before the season starts. This helmet rule and its application is going to be something that is going to cause teams and fantasy owners like yourself drama because it's going to wind up coming back to bite you in your hind parts, okay? The NFL needs clarity on this. So says your boy Dane Martinez Speeds, the spitting statistician right here live in Studio 34 for the Fantasy Sports Network. All right. Got to switch gears a little bit. All right. I want to give a big shout out, of course, to my people out there down in the chat room. Okay. Obviously, Strong Style. I talked about Mendo Bruce, you know, Charlie Bailey out there, Jeremy. Big things. I appreciate your support. I have a question for you. I have a question for JP, the Night Owl, my man Danny O, and anybody who wants to help me out on this. Let me set the stage. So uh, this weekend, <laughs> I'm out on the beach with the unicorn. We're hanging out, having fun. It's a nice day. We're enjoying our time at the beach, right? And uh, imagine, you know, we're sitting like, you know, halfway back, whatever, not right up on the water. But we notice uh, right beyond, like, the people that are playing just right at the shoreline, families chilling, you know, little tents and beach chairs, mats out and stuff. Everyone having a good old time. It's a Saturday in the summertime in the city. Um, so right above them, about 20 feet in the air, I'd say, 15, 20 feet in the air, there's a drone flying overhead. There's a drone flying over the beach, okay? And this is what I want to ask people about. There was a drone flying over the beach. Now, this was no regular drone, all right? This was a high-end drone. I mean, this drone was legit. It was, like, pretty high-tech. It looked like it was a high-end drone. It also had on it a little red light that would point at people and then flash on and then go right back off. And this was not like the light on at regular intervals as though it was just keeping a connection with its remote control or wherever it was. This was definitely like a light, like I'm staring at a red light right now with the camera telling me I'm on because it is filming me. That is the kind of red light I'm talking about, okay? So you got this drone flying overhead on the beach. It's like shifting a little bit, putting its red light on and stuff like that. Me and the unicorn are like, yo, What's that? We see a few people looking at it and stuff, but it's too high. You know, no one's going to, like, what, rip it out of the sky, right? It's there for four minutes, five, less than five minutes, maybe more than three minutes. It's there for a little while, right? And then, okay, it goes around a little bit. It tilts a little bit. It's, it's clearly taking some kind of pictures or whatever. And then, boom. It's gone. And it just like, because me, I'm looking at it at that point. I'm like, where is it going to go? I'm wondering, like, is it some kids who's on the beach, you know, whatever? It goes, I'm talking, it goes so far, okay, and it just flies out, right, above the water and stuff. Because at first I'm like, uh-oh, it's going to go out of range. It's going to lose its control with the remote control, and it's going to get disconnected and just, like, fall out of the sky. But no, that is not what happened. This thing flies away and away and away, I swear, so far that 
it became such a tiny little speckle, a dot, and then it vanished. It went so far that I couldn't keep track of it anymore, and I was watching for it, okay? So I ask you, what the hell was that drone? And here's my thing, like, was it A, and this is my question for y'all, on the Stats Over Beat Cypher, when we come back after break, I want to hear what you guys have to say about this, I want to hear what JP, because JP, Danny, you guys are the millennials down there, okay, um, I was a little bit like, oh, snap. There's drones recording us, right? And that, it made me a little uncomfortable. I got to tell you the truth. It's on the beach taking pictures, I can only imagine, right? It was, an, it was a high-end drone, and it was being flown, like, well. Whoever was flying this drone knew what they were doing, okay? So, was it A, someone's personal drone, and they were just doing it for kicks and giggles, right? I don't think so because it was a high-end drone, yo. And it was being flown, like, pretty well. A, do you think it was someone? B, was it the Russians? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, was this, was this governmental? Was this, a, was this our own government? recording us like what the f was this was it you know then i'm debating it you know eating dinner afterwards but like maybe it was like media related maybe it was just like the news channel for like weather traffic cam or something like that but then whoever intern whatever intern was controlling it getting their rocks off taking pictures of people at the beach eh. or was it option d like commercial was it this like was this like an amazon drone you know, or uh, were they testing some stuff out? You know, that sort of thing. Uh, was this like Fresh Direct trying to figure it out? You know, that's what I want to know what you think it was. And more importantly, which one of those would be the best thing? Like, which one of those makes you feel most comfortable? It just being some random dude? It being the government spying on us or elsewhere? I need your thoughts when we come back on Fantasy Freestyle. We're going to put the fun and functional sports content. And then we got another Trap Game Maestro's remix as well. Come on right back. We're going to be on and popping. I want to know about this from the millennials and from the Stats Over Beat Cypher. Come on back to Fantasy Freestyle. Let me know. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Yeah, buddy, you know what it is, Fantasy Freestyle, right here on the Fantasy Sports Network with your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician. We got a poll question up about the topic that we're talking about today, not the drone, we'll get to that a little bit later on, but uh, what's your approach to drafting quarterback, okay? I'm waiting on it, I'm waiting, and I gave you the names of five quarterbacks that I'm completely happy with if I am literally the last person in my 12-team league to draft. Give me Matthew Stafford, give me Phil. Philip Rivers, give me Andrew Luck, give me Patty Mahomes, give me Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan. I'll have a choice of two if I go ahead and wait. And you guys agree with me. It seems like I'm moving the number right now. It's a little bit higher. 73% say they are waiting until that range. Big shout out, as always, to Clayton Trahan, who always responds. Seems to be feeling what I'm saying. Says, I'm taking Stafford wherever I can get him. I feel he's underrated every year, and I have him as a top five quarterback since that mid-tier. Seems to have a lot of question marks within it. Clayton, I completely agree with you. That middle tier to me with the cousins of the world, they've got a lot of moving pieces there. I completely agree with you. Stafford, I feel Rivers is the same exact way. Kyle K on Twitter says, and I like this, in the immortal words of Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, you're last. And I agree, okay? I'm taking that approach. I'm just going to be last. All right. Thanks to the hundreds of people who are voting right there uh, on the poll. Hit me up at Spittin' Speeds if you want to get down. All right. So, by the, uh, at the end of the last segment, I was telling you a little bit about my weekend and a little of what happened. So, I thought about it, right? And I was like, maybe 
maybe it's just because I'm not a millennial like JP the Night Owl. You know what I'm saying? So I want to go down to the fourth floor of the Fantasy Pit of Misery, dilly dilly to my crew down there. And I'd love to get the youngest of the young, that pup that is the Night Owl. JP, are you with me? With you, Dane. Did you hear my story? I did. It was freaky, bro. Dude, that's so weird. I know, I know. All right, so help me. Because you're like a millennial. Maybe you're like more accustomed to drones or more accepting. You know, I believe in five, ten years, there's going to be drones littering the sky like that, right? But that's not the case now in 2018 in a beach in New York City on a random Saturday in July. So, uh, series of questions for you, JP. One, do you agree with me that that was pretty weird? Yeah, that was, that's very bizarre. Okay, good, good. <laughs> good. Okay, now to my question, right? Like, do you think this was up? someone's using it for personal use? Was this governmental? Was this for security? Someone told me that, like, oh, because there were shark attacks on Fire Island, that, like, the drones are out there scouting the water for sharks. But I'm like, nah. <laughs> you know, like, the parts department don't have that kind of cheddar. You know what I mean? To go spring for some drones. Um, so, so what was this, JP? You, you're, you're connected to the, young, to the youth that happened i mean i would take my guess if it's like someone's personal drone that would be the one that makes the most sense to me but that joint low yo that flew far far away like it had some range on it if it was a drone it literally went out of view it was so like far away bro like i was trying to follow it and it you know disappeared into a little speck in the sky you can get like really nice drones at best buy like it's crazy like what, what what do you think is the range of a really nice drone at best buy are we talking miles miles might be a stretch I, I think we were talking about miles in the air bro this was like this was a high-end piece of machinery jp so you think maybe personal yeah i mean i don't see why why else it would be there you know but here's the thing like i'm not cool with a personal someone personally flying their drones and taking pictures of what they find aerial shots at the beach like that's not cool Oh, nothing that's so weird yeah bro yeah it's completely weird uh but you think personal use is your answer huh i can't think of any other reason all right and like but does that make you feel good like would you rather it be someone's personal as opposed to like the government no i'd rather the government that's just so weird. rather the like, government okay fair enough do me a favor pass the mic over to my man danny auto because you know he's part of the stats over beat cypher the fantasy pit of misery danny auto are you with me I am. All right, you heard my story, right? I did. All right, so the same series of questions. Number one, that was messed up, right? <laughs> A little bit. If it is, thank you. I'm just glad that I'm not going crazy here. I'm glad that y'all weren't like, eh, no problem. It is what it is, you know. We be putting it on Snapchat all the time. Okay, so you think it is weird. Okay, I ask you, personal, government, commercial use, uh, I don't know, media-related? Like, someone told me at work today that it might have been, like, an independent filmmaker just trying to get B-roll footage. I, I wanted to go completely off the list. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me. I, whatever you I'm, – I'm trusting you. What is it? I think it was aliens. That's, you think it was aliens? That's, that's my pick. You think it was aliens and that aliens knew to how to build the drone that would have the same exact design as what drones here on Earth look like in 2018? I mean, how do we know that that's not the government and, and getting the technology from Oh, we it? don't know. <laughs> we don't know. And that, that's what it comes down to, yo. We don't know. And I got no effing clue what that drone was all about. And that's why it was a little bit weird for me. You feel me? I, yeah, right there with you. I think it's really weird. So you think it was an alien? You think it was an alien? I mean, it, on that list that you gave me, I think it would be the best. <laughs> the best case scenario I maybe i don't know like okay so of those of those potential possibilities which is the one that you would feel like most comfortable about um i almost have to go with jp because if it's some if it's some person like i, I guess you kind of added to the list right you with the independent film getting b-roll and stuff maybe. like that I, I i don't know man because I don't feel comfortable about it, though, bro. I don't think a personal use one that somebody's just using to be a peeping Tom on a beach is going to be able to go as far as you said it went. Yo, so. it's, it, I could not keep track of it. I was staring at it because I was like, yo, eventually it's going to fall out of range and just drop. Right. But it went. I'm talking about like, you know, we got to do a little Pythagorean theorem here, you know, but it went like out in the water to like where you might see the barges and stuff. Oh, wow. But up to the clouds. Wow. 
Like literally, it was in the clouds and that far out to where you see like the boats on the horizon. Like that's not a personal damn drone. You ain't buying that at Radio Shack. You're not buying anything at Radio Shack anymore. Best Buy, whatever. You know what I mean? It was freaky. Here's what I want. I want my people, Strong Style, help me out. Lance Davis, Jilly Dilly, if you're in there, help me out. What the hell was this? When we figure it out, and I need my stats overbeat cipher, what we're going to do in the meantime is big up my guys, the trap game maestros, okay, young cars in the effect. I'm playing these for JP because he, he wasn't with us during football season. I told you earlier in the show, if I spend up for quarterback at that top tier, give me one of the rushing quarterbacks. Give me Russell Wilson, give me Cam Newton, or give me this guy, Deshaun Watson. And then I remembered that, oh, the trap game maestros did a song about Deshaun Watson last year. It was off that outcast beat. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. It was, I'm sorry, Miss Watson. Let's play a little bit of that now for my man JP the Night Owl, because it's going to give you time, guys, and the Stats Overbeat Cypher in the chat room to discuss what the hell did I see over my head last weekend at the beach, all right? So I want to hear what you guys have to say when we come back after playing I'm Sorry, Miss Watson from the Trap Game Maestro's Young Cause and the Effect. Let's make it pop here on Fantasy Freestyle. First things first, Deshaun Watson. This kid is legit. This kid is real. He was a little bit of a fugazi for me going into week eight, but he put it right in my eye. 62% completion percentage. Deshaun Watson, 19 touchdowns. Deshaun Watson leads the NFL in I'm sorry, Miss Watson. Ooh, Deshaun is for real. I'll be sure to play him for week nine. I just thought Seattle's deep would shine. I'm sorry, Miss Watson. Ooh, Deshaun is for real. I'll be sure to play him for week nine. I just thought Seattle's deep would shine. Some Nostra Dama drama don't like me. For playing Deshaun, they say he should be on my bench, and I think they may be rightly. We got the Andre Hoppy and Fuller as my white house. That's my house. Watson, you took the 12th man and knocked his lights out. Let them know that team is just baby. They train wreck, office pools, parlays, and even draft kings. Yeah, I played at Seattle. They try everything. Now y'all be one with frown. Pete want to tie you up with Earl and Chancellor. Convert that third down. They Try to talk about the side of the story, we was gaslighted. Now I got DW on my fantasy team, I am delighted. Deshaun is one of the best QBs to throw that ball too. You may be better than Brady when the Hall of Fame calls you. I'm sorry, Miss Watson. Ooh, Deshaun is for real. I'll be sure to play him for week nine. I just thought Seattle's deep would shine. I'm sorry, Miss Watson. Ooh, Deshaun is for real. I'll be sure to play him for week nine. I just thought Seattle Steve would shine. Him and Will Fuller Aye. got special things going on. He may just be a rook, but he plays like a king on the throne. Woo. I hope that they play this, play this way forever. After last week's performance, you can start him against whoever. Can't get him Certified on the waiver. Bring it down a little bit. You can bring that down a little bit. That's Trap Game Maestros, my boys, Young Kaz, the effect. They make it pop here on the Fantasy Freestyle with their Rap Fantasy Football remixes. I got the Night Owl, JP, in the building. Hey, JP, was that your first time hearing Trap Game Maestros? I'm sorry, Miss Watson. What'd you think? JP got to listen, but he can't talk at the moment because he's doing something else. That's fair enough, JP. Listen, you guys wear many hats down there in the fantasy pit of misery. So if we get a chance to bring him back a little bit later on, that'll be great. That'll be cool. In the meantime, in the meantime, let me give you something. Another reply here on Twitter. Single T out there is saying to my question, Paul, wait even until the 17 to 23 range and steal value with Alex Smith. You know, you know, that's quarterback I never even mentioned. He was an MVP candidate for the first four weeks of last season, okay? He's another guy who returns some rushing value unlike others. Sure, I mean, like, I don't know if I'm going all the way down to Alex Smith, but I am mad at that kind of approach and then go and get two of them, right? If you wind up with Matt Ryan and Alex Smith, you can still be competitive because your running backs, your wide receivers will be better overall on balance than the dudes who spent their third, fourth, fifth round pick on quarterback. Okay, so big things over there. Danny Otto, though I have you, um, does, is the stats overbeat cipher on the chat room? Are they responding at all to my issue here and my story? 
Uh, we got some. We got some good response. We got All some right. funny responses. Talk to me. We got some normal responses. Talk to me. I want to hear them both. <laughs> I want to hear everything. We got uh, a couple people saying they agree. It's X Files with me. Oh, really? Well, you played the music, so you kind of like <laughs> you know you kind of moved people's. Uh, sorry, my presentation was perceptions, a bit better. but I like. Hey, hey, you're a good lobbyist, Danny. I like that. <laughs> okay, so so people think it was aliens. Nah. Um, we we started talking about Rick and Morty and stuff like that at uh. that point, but um. One person said, and I, I can't see the computer screen from where I'm sitting right now. Okay. Uh, I think it was Everett or, or somebody that starts with an E. Sure. They said, I'd rather it be a personal than any kind of government-related I don't know. People. Okay. Personal, it's like all you're thinking about is, uh, it's just a peep and Tom. Right? Right. So... Which is not good. It's not good, but it's the lesser of two evils, I guess, is what the person was, was saying. I guess so. I don't know. So help me out and hit me, out of, hit me up on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds. If you know what this was, I really want to know because I'm a little bit nervous about it. You know, I don't need people getting footage of me on the beach, you know, with the unicorn over the weekend. All right. Anything else going on in, this ch- in the chat room, Danny, in the Stats Overbeat Scythe? Um, well, everybody's kind of been following along. Pretty much with the show all day. So That's what's up. Anything you've been throwing out? I know um, a couple of things. Helmet saw, rule, quarterbacks. Right, and a couple of things I saw go by um, just because there, there's it's it's been increasing in numbers. Which yeah, is great. buddy, it's about football season. Welcome I'm telling back, you. back, everybody. Um, but but also a couple of people were talking about where Des may have. ah yeah so Des may be trying out for the Cleveland Browns and that's an interesting idea. I don't know that that's the best fit though. I'm going to tell you right now. Keep an eye on. The Indianapolis Colts. That would be my kind of off-the-radar pick. Think about that. Right now, their number two wide receiver is Chester Rogers, for goodness sakes, okay? And he's a different kind of wide receiver than T.Y. Hilton. If luck is ready and they're ready to roll, Dez could be an interesting fit in Indianapolis. I know some people are debating some other teams out there. I think it might happen with Cleveland, but Indianapolis is an interesting dark horse for me. So whoever asked that question, I think we got that also last week. Um, That's kind of where I'm reading the tea leaves, but... Hey, we'll find out what it might take is someone getting injured in training camp where an opening opens up. Um, is my man JP available yet, Danny, or no? No, he just wagged right. his finger at me. That's all right. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. With the last couple of minutes that we have here, here's one thing I want to do, Danny. I want to tell you guys that over on Roto Experts in the morning, one of the things I'm doing is we're doing a top five fantasy football team name contest, okay, where people can submit their team names to me on Twitter or call into the show. Give me your best team name. We're building up a top five list, okay, and we're going to give those people free exclusive edge uh, fantasy football packages and the king Scott Angle for the winner has even agreed to give you a phone call to help you set your lineup one of the weeks of your choice in the fantasy football season okay so Danny we got names like my Ingram toenail Ertz that from Taylor Bryson which I think is pretty cool because he gets Ingram in there from Mark Ingram and Ertz Right, Patty Mahomes has a lot of them. Make this house Mahomes. I like uh, that's Mahomes essay. Um, you know how I love Danny Boom Boom Bilal Pow Pow. Well, Mendo Bruce, who's in the chat room, kind of had a derivative of it for Bilal Pow. Think about our guy, uh, Dave. Uh, think about our guy, um, the dude in that movie. Whatever he's a uh, Bilal right, which I think is kind of cool. <laughs> uh, there's Jimmy G Spot. Shout out to Strong Style Ninja. But my new number one, and big shout out to Kenneth Cashman and Rotoware. They're turning it around and making it a Rotoware shirt. So big shout out to Jim Martell for the idea. Uh, our guy Leonard Fournette for Netflix and Chill. What do you think about that one, Danny? You were telling me this one earlier. I really do like this one. Right? I so like I like that one. We got some other good ones. If you think about Deck Prescott, we're like Baby Got Dak or I'm Bringing Sexy Dak, things like that. Um, so. I like a lot of these. Be sure to send me your ideas. And if you are in the top five, you may get a uh, Roto Experts exclusive edge fantasy football package for free. You ain't even got to enter the promo code, whether it's Frank the Tank, All In Kid, The King, whatever it is. We'll give it to you for free if you got the best team name. What's going on on Popping Off this week, Danny? Let's close out there. Popping Off, we have way too much to get through. And really? I say that every episode. But yeah, um, there were so many trailers that got released and announced during oh, okay. San Diego Comic-Con. And right. we didn't even get to touch on those last week. Um, and the new Venom trailer. Nice. Uh, the second Venom trailer just got released. So new, brand new footage for that. I'm super soaked on that movie now. Over the weekend, I also saw the movie Redder, Ready Player One. Are you familiar with that movie? I really like that movie. Uh, we should talk about that one. I'm intrigued. I have, um, I'm off two minds on that movie. 
Um, and we should definitely talk about that. But it's good stuff for uh, popping off. Make sure you keep it locked popping off on uh, Wednesdays over here in the Fantasy Sports Network. Make sure you uh, keep it locked every morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Roto Experts in the morning. The boy Speeds is holding it down. And, of course, next week we'll be right back here. Fantasy Freestyle running back, Diamonds and Fugazis. And someone help me figure out this drone issue, all right? I'm out. Peace.